Hey guys, it's Mike at the Narcoleptic Customs Podcast, episode 21. Tonight, Melissa and I sit down with my grandmother, my mom's mom, our granny. She'll be 93, basically going to tell us about her life. And uh, I, I wanted to do this because her husband, Houston Goff, is a, uh, was a super cool dude. Um, he had his own motorcycle repair shop in the backyard, um, did it on the side. A lot of the same kind of work, um, you know, side work for fun that he enjoys, uh, kind of like what we do in our shop. And so I wanted to talk with her a little bit and get her story of how that, you know, how what she was brought up like. Uh, she's 93, so she was born in the 20s, I guess, late 20s. So kind of a neat story, and uh, I really hope you enjoy it. And I really wanted to document um, her story while we had the opportunity. So, all right, let's get into it. Here we go. I am Juanita Goff, and I'm about to have my 93rd birthday here in a few days. So. Let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're, we're keeping her from, uh, from some amazing smelling soup. <laughs> so we won't keep you guys too long, and uh, but we are going to sit with my granny, uh, Miss Juanita Goff, who, like she says, 93. Uh, when is your birthday? Thursday? Right? March 30th. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, July 30th. July 30th, next week. Uh. Mm, that's exciting. Mm -hmm. It's exciting. So um, obviously, I don't know much about you as a kid or as growing up. Because, like, we were trying to figure out how we could uh, ride three-wheelers and bicycles and get you to come pick us up from grade school when we were kids. And uh, you were our grandmother then. So, obviously, we need to learn some about when you were a kid and growing up. Well, so, I don't remember too much about being a kid growing <laughs> up. <laughs> well, let, let's talk uh, recess and elementary and kind of... Uh, what you were into when you were a little girl? I mean, soccer, did you run? Like, did you get in my... I don't think they had soccer when I was a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> I really wasn't into too much. Yeah. So. So, see, if you're, if you're 93, born 27, mm -hmm. right? So, at 11, you were in the, it was the late 30s. I mean, so you guys are, mm -hmm. there's a, there's a war coming. I'm sure there's some. Uh, Great Depression. Uh, yeah. Well, they're probably through the Depression, right? In the late 30s. Late 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So well, I don't remember anything about the Depression. Yeah. That was in the early 30s. Yeah. But that's probably good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's just a lot, a lot of not a lot of things that I don't remember because. I just never thought too much about it. Yeah. So, you were just, just living. Yeah. Just <laughs> well, day from day, you know. <laughs> yep. So th the great thing is, like, in uh, in my lifetime, you've had a lot of people that have been around you that have told awesome stories. But the first one I want to talk about is your first boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already told you he was Marion Downs. Oh, Yeah. And he was my little feller. We didn't say boyfriends. We said feller from as far back as I can remember. <laughs> we went to church and Sunday school together. 
And at Christmas time, we always drew each other's name. Oh, man. I wonder if parents were in on that a little bit. Uh, could have been, yeah. yeah. But, uh, and then he died a few years ago. So. Oh, man. Yeah. But now you brought out something a few minutes ago that, that is actually the cover photo for this podcast. Uh, it's a, a jar of marbles. Mm-hmm. Tell us the story on the marbles. Well, um, the boys used to play marbles at recess. And Marion, when he won the marbles, he would give them to me. Oh. So I've got a little jar full of marbles that Marion gave me. That's really awesome. Uh-huh. That's really awesome. So they're really, really old. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, so he was your first little fella, right? Mm-hmm. So let's go. Uh, let's let's stay in you as a kid. What is the worst trouble you got into as a kid or a teenager? I don't know. <laughs> so here's what she told us a while ago. She said she didn't get in trouble very much because she was the baby. That's right. <laughs> I know one time uh, my two sisters and my brother and I were playing Annie over over the house, throwing them all over the house, and we broke out one of the window lights. <laughs> and Ophelia said everybody got a whipping but her, but me, <laughs> because I was the baby. You were the baby. <laughs> Oh, that's too it funny. It was probably my fault. <laughs> <laughs> that probably made him even more mad. <laughs> so, uh, so all right. So, teenage time. Let's talk about uh, first, well, how about first car you learned to drive in? It was a uh, 1948, I think, Chevy Coupe. What? Yeah. That's cool. And we lived in Louisiana, and that's when I learned to drive. So, now you were saying um, Aunt Debbie, who's your oldest daughter, yeah. right? Okay, so my mama is the baby. Yeah. Aunt Debbie's the oldest. Uh-huh. And uh, she was born before you even learned to drive. Is that right? Debbie like, was, yeah. Wow. I can't imagine. But anyway, I, I had learned to drive, and our landlord, we lived in a garage apartment in the back and our landlord borrowed the car car for something one day and he backed it into the driveway. I said, this is my chance. <laughs> so I wrapped Debbie up and laid her on the front seat and I told my neighbor, I said, if I'm not back in a little while, y'all come looking for me. <laughs> but I made it to wherever I was going and back. So really? Oh, <laughs> That's awesome. Just right out of the gate. She's like, yeah. nope, we're going for and it. And she still don't stop it. Well, before she stopped driving, she still didn't stop it. Stop <laughs> so I had to stop driving nearly two years ago. Yeah. Well, you put a lot of miles on between that, I know. I sure have. There was a lot of times where you would come get us in the middle of the day at school mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. We. We hung out here quite a bit as kids. Take you places, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I don't imagine. remember if I took you to get your driving test or not. I know I did Stephen and John Thomas and Abby and Mandy. Oh, my goodness. And probably you, too. I don't probably. Know. Yeah. Because all of our folks were working and they were retired. So yeah. oh. No, we weren't retired at that time. <laughs> no, I, said, oh. I don't think Well, Greg. not for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been retired about 30 years. Yeah, no, but let's see, I don't know. you retired in '89. '89, yeah. Wow. From full time work though, but you stayed working part time oh, yeah. after that, right? Mm-hmm. She retired yeah. from Randall Corporation in '89, and then she went to village. What was Village News then? Yep. Newspaper. And then into Courier News. Yeah. 
I was only going to work 18 months until I got on Social Security. <laughs> 30 to 18 years. Literally. And, and I worked nearly 19 years. Yeah. Oh, my Golly, that's yeah. awesome. And I enjoyed every bit of it. You yep. work two days a week, you know, and I, I enjoyed it. So. What did you do for the paper? It's what? What did you do for the paper? I'm sorry. What did you do for the paper? We put the inserts in it. Oh, okay. All the ads and inserts. And first, we had to do it all by hand. And then they got a machinery that did that. Oh, oh my goodness. So y'all just stood around and watched yeah. the machine do it. They're like, listen, uh, these ladies have been here. <laughs> yeah, these ladies have been here a long time. We're not going to get rid of them. Yeah. Find a job, pay them. <laughs> she would still be there probably. But she'd have her knees done, but well, she missed it. I wouldn't have yeah. still be there because it's all gone. Well, yeah, yeah that's true. But, yeah, I wouldn't have stopped working when I did if I hadn't had my knee surgery. Wow. She loved her job. Yeah. Granddaddy hated her working that job <laughs> because she would leave, like on Friday nights, they had to cover the football games. And so they had to oh. wait until the games were finished, which would be, you know, 10 o'clock or yeah. if they played off somewhere, the that, news wouldn't come back until, you know, later. Yeah. So she Saturday had, night. Yeah, she'd yeah. have to stay in, uh, up there and, and wait for the the football scores to come in so they could print the paper and then they could stuff the ads oh so she, it would be oh, one man. or two o'clock in the morning before she'd come and home sometimes it was not about 10 o'clock or later before we even went, went to work, work yeah wow. i'd be falling asleep on the couch and she'd say well i'm going to work <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to tell now, you what hang, granddaddy would say hang on, hang on. <laughs> now maybe we know that's a little different story yeah, you yeah, falling yeah. asleep that time, was, 10 o'clock like at night an on a Friday night. Uh-huh. Like yeah. <laughs> he didn't like it when I started to work in the Village News. News. It was just one day a week. He said, yeah, but you work two days in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. You're like, hey, I like going on these cruises and tours yeah. and stuff. And that's a question later on, too. I want to get into some of that, too. So but uh, so Mandy said Randall while ago. But what was your first job? What, what Like, what did you have first? Uh, I think the very first job I had was working at the sugar mill in Franklin, Louisiana. Huh. Wow. What, what do you think you did down there? Well, I had I went, ran where it first started out, where they unloaded the sugar cane and onto a conveyor and come through. The, I had to keep the water turned in there where they mixed it up. And that sugar, when it got all mixed up. Mm -hmm. It looked like where somebody had spit out a chew of tobacco. Oh. And how they ever got it white, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't on that part. Oh. Oh. But it was it was a fun job. So Franklin, Louisiana, Louisiana actually leads into my next question, which was, have you always lived in the Blyville area? But I guess that's a big no because you lived in Franklin, Louisiana. Well, I, I was born and raised at Dale. But then after that, I've always lived here except uh, about three or four years we lived in Louisiana. Now, what took you guys down there? Because Mandy was saying granddaddy worked on a uh, shrimp boat, right? Yeah, no, yep. it was a dredge boat where oh, they would go out into the Gulf and dredge out holes for the uh, whales to, uh, for the, uh, yeah, the whales to sit down again. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. How, whales, okay. how did you end up in that? Hmm. How did you end up in that job? Well, <laughs> our friend, Comer Franks, had an uncle lived in Franklin, Louisiana. So we went down there. We left, I think, maybe right after lunch on Christmas Day. Oh I don't know. I don't remember if we just went for a visit or what. But anyway, uh, this man we went to see worked out on the stretch boat. Well, Houston and Comer both applied for a job on the boat. Well, Comer didn't pass it, 
But Houston did. <laughs> we ended up staying down there, and Calmer and his wife came back. Of course, he, he was a farmer, so he had to come back and farm. Yep. So we stayed down there. So now, uh, all right, let's back up because that, that gets us into you being married to Granddaddy. And I want to find out, like, kind of how y'all met, when y'all got married, and then kind of, kind of weave that web a little bit. So, how did you and Granddaddy meet? Well, we used to all gather up at Dale, like kids used to gather up, you know, here in oh. town. And that's where I met him, was just in a crowd. He just came sauntering over and said, yeah. hey, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He brought yellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he probably brought some marbles. And <laughs> he had heard from Mary, and yeah. that seemed to work. I got better marbles. marbles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my uh, goodness. So now, wh when did y'all get married? We married May the 31st in 1946. Wow. That's and awesome. He was working for a farmer up at the edge of Missouri. And we went up there and uh, we, I spent the night with them. He was living with this Pete with this family. And I spent the night with them. And then the lady took us to Kennett and got <laughs> married. And we got married at Kennett. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. Uh, I didn't know that. I found her marriage license online on, on Ancestry. It, it really? came up as an image, and I said, Granny, did y'all get married in Kennett, Missouri? And she said, yeah, how do you know that? <laughs> and I said, well, it's online. And she said, what's it doing on there? <laughs> That's funny. I, I did not know that. I just, I guess, I always assumed y'all got married here. Right. Somewhere. That's awesome. So then, so y'all are, are a young couple. Now, are you pregnant when y'all moved to Franklin? Louisiana was what? Were, were you pregnant when y'all moved down there? Or? Uh, no. Wow! So you were down there three years and two kids down. Oh man, we living. left here with one suitcase together <laughs> because we didn't know where we were going to stay. We stayed down there about four years, I think. Wow. We came home with a U-Haul truck, <laughs> <laughs> two kids, two baby beds, two high chairs, oh. washing machine, stove. Oh my goodness! Oh. <laughs> we come home loaded. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, you had Mama tells the story all the time. You had four kids in five years, or something crazy like that. That's right. We've been married seven years when Debbie was born. Really? Oh my goodness. And then we had four in about three weeks, less than five years. <laughs> you are crazy. Mm. But hey, you got to get them all out of the way. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Hey, and I'll tell you a story real quick. Um, you're the reason that Melissa and I don't have three kids <laughs> because Granny's rule was always you had to have an even number of kids. Yes. So it was either two or four, and I wasn't having four <laughs> girls. I wanted three. I always wanted three kids. Oh, and then well. Susan told me, nope, nope, Granny said you have an even number. <laughs> but you know, having close together like we did, they weren't jealous of each other. Mm -mm. And when one would be born, I'd let the older one help me take care of that one, you know, and yeah. there just wasn't any jealousy between them. That's awesome. Uh -huh. That's probably a little bit of the raisin too, uh -huh. you know. They had a good they had good mama and daddy mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so now part of the listenership that is listening to us now is concerned about car stuff. And uh, so I want to talk about granddaddy and motorcycles for a minute. Um, because in the video that I'll do tomorrow uh, of the shop and things like that, we'll lay in some of this uh, for, for the gearhead kind of folks, right? So 
everybody knew granddaddy worked on motorcycles, right? Is that something that he did the whole time y'all were together? Did it happen kind of like after you moved into the house and he built a shop? Oh, it didn't, he didn't start working on the motorcycles till in the early 70s. And the shop was built in 72 or 73. Got you. So, so that's actually the when he really started working on it. Wow. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like what we've got because, you know, I built a shop. Now we work on stuff. And so it's it's funny to to see that kind of happening course, like that. He had yeah. a regular job. You know, we both Yo, worked yeah. at the Randall Company. And then he'd come in in the evening and go to the shop out there. <laughs> and, a lot of, and maybe come in and eat supper and go back. And a lot of times at midnight, I'd go out there and get him. I'd say, you better come in and go to work. <laughs> Man, you got to go to work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's see. That's where I get it. That's where I. Get I it. just don't come in and get you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like She's having like, the bed to myself. Yeah, you better make the decision quick. <laughs> that's so. How many nights a week did he work out there? All the time he wasn't at work at Randall. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. So now, uh, did Randy and Steve or? Mama probably wasn't much help, but did Randy and Steve work out there with him as they grew up? I don't think they actually worked with him, but they caught on to enough of what he was doing yeah that they could do their own work that's awesome mm -hmm. that's awesome because my uh, dad would tell a story about he knew steve for motorcycle stuff and then that's how he met uh mm. that's how he met granddaddy and then yeah. mm -hmm. probably saw mama creeping across the yard we're like hey <laughs> that girl <laughs> He's like, hey you like marbles <laughs> so all right <clears throat> now for the fun part now you get to tell us about you some more, okay? what? You get to tell us about you some more, you. Uh -huh. So, Granny, from my uh, view as a kid and growing up, uh, I felt like you worked because you wanted to, but you also worked to pay for like bus tours and cruises. You were gone on stuff. It seemed like all the time as a kid, you know, like, mm -hmm. oh man, she's going again and going again and going again. <laughs> so uh, you went on a lot. I did. I didn't start traveling the tour with the tour until 1994, and I made my first trip in 1994. I made my last tour trip in 2014. Really? I traveled, I traveled 20 years. Wow, that's awesome. And I made my own money to make my trips with. That's awesome. I, I was just telling somebody the other day, as many trips as I've made, I never used what I thought what I call our household money. That's awesome. Uh -huh, so. And th that's what I always try and do with the car trip stuff is like figure out how I can sell parts or work mm -hmm. on somebody's car or something like that enough to pay for that trip. Mm -hmm. So was, see, again, this like stuff rubs off and it gets in the very <laughs> yeah. back part of your brain. When this first trip come up, we had just finished paying a car, paying for a car. <laughs> and I had always said, when I get this car paid for, I'm going to save each payment. Well, I never had been able to until yeah. that time. So... We had the car paid for a few months before this trip come up, and I had enough to pay for my trip. Well, then when the another trip come up, I said, "Oh, how many months?" So that's awesome. It, anyway, I, it's, and I've been a lot of places and have seen a lot of things. And yeah. um, would you tell us a couple of your favorites that stick out in your mind? Well, somebody asked me the other day what was my favorite trip. And I said, every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. Yep. I enjoyed the California trip because you could see things that you see on TV. Yeah. Like the Hollywood, big, big Hollywood sign. Yeah. We saw that. 
and uh, just different things that was pointed out to us that you see on TV. That's awesome. And then we made a trip to New York and the same thing there. Yeah. You know, you can see everything in real life that you see on TV. That's awesome. I think you said Alaska, too, was one of your favorites because it was so pretty. Yeah. And that surprised yeah. me because I you think of Alaska as being icy and cold, but she said it was the greenest green yeah. that you'd ever Where seen. Where we went in Alaska, it wasn't cold. Mm -hmm. They had told us, we went in August, I think, and they told us to bring long sleeves and a light jacket. We got up there and it was 90 degrees. <laughs> oh my God. They said that was the hottest it had been in a while. <laughs> You're like, I bring the heat, can't help it. <laughs> That's really awesome. So, and then Mama uh, had said that you went to um, England and Germany uh, when uh, Aunt Debbie and Uncle Larry lived over there. Mm -hmm. So now, I mean, obviously that helps having a kid that's living there to stay for a while. Mm -hmm. So what's Granddaddy do while you're over there? Is it a good thing Mandy was close? <laughs> well, Granddaddy and Pam was close, and I said, well, as long as he had plenty of bologna and cigarettes, he was all right. <laughs> True story. Yep. And uh, Pam, you know, Pam took care of him. She watched yep. watched diaper, so it worked out good. <laughs> that's awesome. So I'll tell a funny story about Granddaddy. He would, he had... As long as I can remember, had the same ashtray, <laughs> and he would pyramid stack cigarettes till I don't know when, and then Until you would you would top. come in next time and they'd be empty. So I don't know if like <laughs> Granny had this. I emptied them. Yeah. <laughs> but he would get mad if, if she emptied it too soon. He would get mad. Oh, I can because imagine. Because he, he was working on the pyramid, and he knew in his mind when that when that last cigarette hit the top and made the pyramid bleed. It was time to dump it, but she come and dump it too early, and he'd get upset with her. And Noah Lee, he still talks about how he lined the sewer. Uh -huh. My friends do too. That always smoke. Yep, uh, that's I funny. I love when your granddaddy always lined up his cigarettes on that ashtray. Yep. So we're um, we're fixing to start. Stephen and I are fixing to start on the rebuild for Granddaddy's truck. I want to paint it, and I want to do all that kinds. Of, I want to get mm -hmm. the interior back to tan and mm -hmm. or uh, brown. I guess it's probably the real color. It's not tan, but brown and uh, paint the truck and get it back to it. And so I was joking with Steven. I was like, we need to find out what kind of cigarettes Granddaddy smoked oh. and just burn like seven cartons of cigarettes <laughs> in that thing with the windows closed. It's the kind that they take the cheapest cigarettes they make. Yeah. And, you know, like when they made it, like some tobacco falls on the floor. Yeah, they just sweep all out. Yeah. That's what he smoked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nasty. Cam Camel non-filters because he was oh. a man. Oh, God. <laughs> he would tell me, like, if I run out of cigarettes back when I smoked, if I ran out, I mean, it would be desperate times. So I'd say, Granddaddy, can I have a cigarette? I mean, I mean, I'd <laughs> Yeah, smoke it. And he'd say, yeah, I'll get you back in there. I'll, no, I don't need a whole pack. I, I just, <laughs> just need one. one to get me through. Yeah. Uh, it was nasty. Yep. Uh -huh. That's funny. Mm. So um, when we had the place at the down at Sardis, and he would leave going down there for two or three days, that was still working. Boy, I'd come in here and I'd empty that ashtray. I'd <laughs> take that cover off the couch and wash <laughs> it. I'd just really enjoy it for two or three nights. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Granny, Granny wouldn't let him sit on the on the couch fabric. He had a cover <laughs> that he sat on. <laughs> and and he, it would be like he, he would be on the couch most of the day. You know, I'm sure he did stuff. But when the kids were here, we would, you know. Mm -hmm. He'd yell at us, don't do that, you're going, whatever, you know. But uh, you'd come in sometimes and he'd be asleep on it. You'd come in next time, he's sitting up swimming circuit. But he loved uh, Kramer from Seinfeld. I, yeah, he, he would laugh so hard at that uh -huh. stuff. I, mm. uh -huh. So now, 
so 46 y'all were married? Mm-hmm. Man, so that would be... 74 years. Wow. Her math is <laughs> faster than mine. <laughs> <laughs> we had been married 60 years when he died. Wow. Mm-hmm. It sure doesn't time. seem like it's been that long ago that that happened. I know. It's been nearly 14 years. <laughs> wow. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that that kind of wraps the questions that I have because most of the other stuff is really uh, geared towards Mandy and, and all of them and uh, and Stephen and John Thomas because growing up we weren't allowed in the shop no matter if you wanted to go That's like right. we weren't kids uh-huh. didn't go in there because kids right. I mean I know what kids do in shops because I do it in my <laughs> own shop you get a tool you use it you put it on the counter you know and he didn't like that kind of stuff so so uh, it was always an enigma to be in there so uh, and I, I won't tell this story long, but I remember being, I don't know, in my 20s probably and coming and I think everybody was kind of hanging out in the shop, uh, all the men, you know, mm-hmm. at that point I felt like I was one, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, probably, probably mid, one. Well, no, I'm talking about 20s, <laughs> yeah. like mid 20s, you yeah. know, I like go creeping in there and it still felt weird to be able to be allowed in there, you know. <laughs> I can't touch anything, you know? <laughs> and then uh, I come down to visit Stephen one time and go in there and he's got the shop <laughs> destroyed with yeah. stuff, you know, and he's got uh-huh. two car projects in there and stuff. And mm-hmm. and I, I'm sure that uh, there's a small part of granddaddy that was enjoying that. Oh, yeah. So oh, he wouldn't let me put a thing in that shop, <laughs> but I've got my little corner out there now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, so I told him the other day when we got the shop fixed, I said, now this is my corner over here. Y'all yeah, don't, y'all don't touch nothing. Business. John Thomas actually, he moved a, a, a shelf or something over to the other side. And Granny was like, nope, that's going that's, to my corner. That's mine. <laughs> that's, that's mine. mine. So we moved it back. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, Steve didn't like the way he moved it either. Uh-huh. He said, well, we'll put all this back. Yeah, and they did. <laughs> that's that awesome. Tool shed, tool, mm-hmm. uh, Box. Mm-hmm. John Thomas did something with it. He moved it somewhere. Yeah. Steve said, "Now nah, that's got to go back." <laughs> yeah, that's really fun. I I really hope they'll sit down and kind of go over some stories because I think oh, they'd they have some good ones like that too. So, well, that's it. Was that as bad as you thought it was going to be? Well. No, it wasn't the best. <laughs> I thought that. What was I doing as a eleven-year-old kid? <laughs> yep, I hear you. And that's the. Uh, I think that's what's fun about doing this stuff is like it gives you a chance to kind of kick back and and think about those kind of times and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, and then we'll have those stories for later on mm-hmm. when. But you know, I was talking about my little feller Barry. Now back in the back then, you know, you didn't have any. You didn't have any inside plumbing or air conditioner or anything. Well, Marion and his brother, and most of the time, Betty Sue Harden, would go home with us from church on Sunday. And Mama would fix a big dinner, fried chicken and all that kind of stuff. And they'd stay all evening. We'd play all Sunday evening and then go back to church Sunday night. We had to walk. We lived a while out of Dale. And we had to walk back and forth. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> That's I awesome. said we was all poor, but we didn't know it because everybody else was too. <laughs> yeah, everybody, I mean, it didn't matter. Everybody wow. was in the same boat. <laughs> on the way out here, Michael said, our kids will never know what it's like to bicycle 15 miles in one day. And I'm like, their mom doesn't know. Like, I, yeah. I, where I yeah. live, I, I, I didn't have to go down the driveway. We, we were talking, I mean, like when they built the bean pond down by the oh. overpass, oh. I mean, we built a raft at the Payne's house over here out of some 55 gallon <laughs> drums that were out back 
and like we put he his dad had pallet wood or something and we made this raft we loaded it on a wagon and bicycle that thing to the pond you know what it did when it hit the water it flipped right over just we were all too scared to get on it anyway so it didn't really matter but there was a lot of times where we would i don't know probably end up here for lunch maybe but we'd be back on the ditch back here and oh, yeah. um for everybody listening that doesn't know like the mississippi delta every uh half mile there's a road and every other half mile there's a big huge drainage ditch like not like a ditch out in front of your house. Like this thing's 20 feet deep and mm-hmm. uh, small, small river. Yeah, small rivers. And uh, so it, it was nothing, I'm sure, for people driving by to see us and the pains. And I don't know if John Thomas was big enough to hang out with the sin. I don't not, think so. I remember one time it come a big rain and y'all lived in this house up here, I think, mm-hmm. and filled that road ditch full. Oh, yeah. You kids and the pain kids were out there swimming. <laughs> Yep. Nobody yep. told y'all it was sewage. Yeah, I know. It wasn't that far down. Yeah. <laughs> so now that was the ditch out in front of the house, which was about, <laughs> that water was probably, I don't know, three feet deep. Well, and so like that that time. we were taking our bicycles. That's actually on here what I want to talk to Stephen about. I want to talk to him about that. But we would, we were ramping our bikes into that <laughs> ditch. You know, it was deep. I, could, I bet people were driving by like, what? what? And Where mama and... Um, Somebody, maybe Sharon Payne, were out front talking and hear us talk <laughs> in the water. Mm. Oh, man. Uh. Um, and then on the video that I'll get, the ditch that's in front of your house uh, has this real steep lip. And there was a BMX movie called Rad that came out like in the mid to late 80s, right? Mm. Well, their big thing in this movie was this really steep thing that like you took off that was where the starting ramp was this really steep ramp well your ditch was our rad <laughs> ramp <laughs> out here in the front so um it's about two and a half feet tall to tell you that how tall it is we had so. you know, it's a little ditch back here in the back of our house a little field ditch mm-hmm. well when randy and steve was teenagers with their motorcycles you know they built them a little bridge across that ditch and uh, notice how they do that. Anyway, they say, Mama, you ought to watch us do this. Oh, my goodness. All right. Kids don't play like that anymore. No. no. They got no, too they much so, video and all. Mm-hmm. Well, my, my kids figured out that if you lock the brakes up on the bicycles, it'll skid the, the gravel <laughs> yeah. on the driveway, right? Uh, back, so they do that back to back. my shop, right? Uh, now I'm the old man going, oh, I'm dragging rocks all around. Driveway looked bad. So I went up and got my own bike and started doing it because I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy. So. All right. Well, Granny, thank you so much. I really appreciate you doing this. I know you were hesitant. And just wait till you hear it. Then you'll be really hesitant. Well, yeah, I'd like to hear it. What you got on there, Mandy? I've been videoing it the whole time. Uh, <laughs> it was, it's going to be on Channel 5 tonight. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Now, we right. had this man worked at uh, Career News. That, uh, he was into doing music, putting music to different things, you know. So he was uh, going to put me in suit, men on field there one time. <laughs> I said, if that shows on, uh, comes out on air or anything, I will have you arrested. Oh! <laughs> So he didn't bother us anymore. See, what we didn't know is that no, Granny's in no. witness protection. <laughs> <laughs> she was part of the mob like, back her, in the early her 60s. Her Jose Cuervo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cartel. Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks, Granny. Yeah.
Guys, so we have Stephen and John Thomas, aka JT, aka the baby um, <laughs> of the family. So, John, I'll no, give you. A, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you a rundown of uh, John Thomas. He is now taller than everybody and looks like Chris Stapleton. Big beard, <laughs> long hair, uh, has outgrown all of us. You're probably what four inches taller than I am. Maybe. Yeah, at least, at least. Yeah, with flats on. I'm in, I don't have my heels on. Yeah, I'm in heels today. So uh, we are at uh, Mama and Will's. They all got married. So they got married today. And so we are in the kitchen. So you'll hear some uh, jabs from people in the background here every now and then. So that's uh, Miller Lite, uh, hopefully soon sponsor of the podcast. That would be great. Uh, we drink enough of it on this thing that uh, it'd be great if they'd send us a few cases because uh, we have several. I have two, three here on the table, four or five empty on the counter. So, all right, we're going to get into some stuff. We're going to talk about uh, Granddaddy, who was our grandfather. Uh, we're going to talk about his shop and uh, how we weren't allowed in it as kids, and then uh, kind of get into some stories for JT and let him kind of tell some stuff that uh, obviously nobody has heard here yet. So, all right, so let's start off just 100% right out of the gate. Let's talk about Granddaddy's shop. Because Granny told us some stories about it was built. Did you know this in 1972? He, yeah, he built it himself. That's badass. I mean, that thing's been you up. Yeah, you should have seen the bathroom that we were At Granny's house? Yeah. <laughs> that he built himself. Oh, God. Like, what what'd you say? Two other people? They were like drunk all the time? Yeah, they, they were all drunk. They, it looked like it was. You started turning it apart. It was like drunk underneath. <laughs> yeah, right. You could tell how bad it got. It was still drunk. You went in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then we found a couple cans underneath the floor. That's awesome. Screwdriver in the wall. Yeah. I figured the shop was a wall like that. Screwdriver in the wall? Yeah. Yeah. Big old, oh, like the big wood handle screwdriver. Oh, yeah. Well, I forgot. They're probably still looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> I like, Where is that yeah. damn screwdriver? They probably fought over that screwdriver. Yeah. Somebody yeah. lost it. Yeah. I did have 24 cents, man. I'm going to kick your <laughs> so uh john thomas obviously being the youngest one probably has some good stories but i think you were how old are you 33 so you're like six years younger than i am so you were that was a big gap on uh, our three-wheeler riding and allowing us into uh, you know so you were 12 when i moved off right yep so that's pretty wild so all right let's let's talk about fun stuff let's talk about granddaddy's shop or never been able to go inside of it. That's exactly right. That's where we were going with it. So, like, I want you guys to understand that you weren't allowed in the shop. You couldn't touch tools. Like, Granddaddy wouldn't even let you borrow shit. Like, you couldn't, like, go, hey, I need a tool no. to work on my bicycle. He'd be like, go home talk to your daddy. Don't care. Yeah, go in the field and throw cotton balls. Cotton balls, dirt clods, whatever you wanted. Yeah. A little pear tree. Yeah. Yep. That's a pear tree, tree war. Yep. So, uh... So I haven't talked about this much as far as like, I talked a little bit with Granny last night, but like how old were you when you really were kind of uh, allowed in air quotes into the shop? Probably about around that 12 mark where I could go in there. I think y'all had already gotten so much trouble in the shop that they were just tired of screaming. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like we've done told everybody. I mean, it's almost They're like, like wasting breath. Yeah, then. yeah. It didn't help we were sneaking in the window. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, you so, go in there, but you damn sure weren't going to touch nothing. Yeah, so the uh, yeah, because because Granddaddy definitely stayed on watch, Indian style, and the swing outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So if we, we were, if like we no, were outside, yeah. he was outside smoking. Yeah. yeah. 
Yep. Because he didn't want us to ride in three-wheelers. No. Yep. Always had three-wheelers. Why never motorcycles? He worked on motorcycles all the time. I mean, like... Three-wheelers. Oh, really? That's why they still make them? And it carried deer. (laughs) Well, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, All right. So, you're like 12 years old. Yeah. At that point, I'm 18 and off and rolling. And you head. remember, sorry, you remember when you tried to fit in three wheeler between Granddaddy's truck and somebody's car? Scratched down it? No, you could you stuck it. Oh, did I? And, <laughs> and the, like the wheels like, and just, yeah. <laughs> it was stuck. I remember what he goes, I told you you couldn't fit through there. Now, was that was that Big Red? Oh, was, yeah. Yeah, the Big Red. Oh, my God. Which Uncle Randy still has. Yep. Yep. That, that thing's been around 30-something years. Oh yeah, I mean it, as long as I can remember, and I'm I'm old. That's a gym. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how old were you when you could when he allowed you to ride that? And I got ride it or drive it. Well, drive it. I still, never, I, I still never dream it. <laughs> I actually I actually messaged Mandy probably two months ago. I was like, hey, who's got that big red? Because I, I you know I've been kind of searching looking for something else. Yep, just a fun little toy for the house and. She's like, yeah, you still got it. Rides it all the time. Use it in the yard every You're day. You're like, damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> so um, I think you probably had to be like, I don't know, 12 or 13 maybe. But I have I have a well, story. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have mattered anyways because I wasn't going to get to drive being the youngest. Y'all were all. Yeah, we had ruined that for you. Well, I mean, y'all, if ruined I was going to drive, it wasn't going to be my turn ever. No. <laughs> yeah, no, Abby, uh, yeah, Mandy, and then you. Yeah. Stay, I mean, everybody's older. Yeah. Right? I don't know if Jamie ever drove with either, though. Probably. I don't know if she was big enough to drive it. I don't remember it. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah. if she could have done it. So the, uh, one of the first few times I got to drive that, Stephen was on the back riding with me, and we were, like, trying to figure out how to, you know, drift it around the corner, right? So we're running the turn row there behind the house and wide open, whatever, probably 28 miles an hour, all that thing would do maybe, probably, like, 15, really. And uh, so we get down to the end, and I'm like, hey, jump off real quick. I want to try this. So he's like, no, no. I'm like, yeah, 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 jump off, jump off. So we get in this fight about me telling him to get off the three-wheeler. At the end of the turn around? Yeah. I thought you were going to leave him. I did leave his ass. <laughs> he's yeah. crying. I get down, I turn around, I come back, I'm like, ah, get on the three-wheeler. He's like, no, I don't know. I'm like, oh, man, please don't get me in trouble. <laughs> You're tough, man. Yeah. Come on, man. I'll let you drive. He's like, no. Yeah, so, I do it. Yep. So the... Yeah, the three wheeler was a good time. Uh, there's always uh, there's always more than one though. I feel like there was a smaller one for a long time. Abby had one. I don't, I don't remember. Not not I remember Abby had one without. Yeah, we flipped that son of a bitch one morning, one afternoon probably. Come there was nothing corner. for a kid to play with at the house. For a kid, but there was everything to play with. <laughs> I mean, we just whatever jumping on top of the, the propane, propane tank. tank. Yep. That's, I mean, we lived. You up finally there. go back and look at it now. You're like, it's like knee high. You're like, why was it so hard to jump up on it? Man, it, it was you. The Rebel Club in the back. Oh yeah, oh, in yeah. the dumpster or whatever. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> it's like, it's like an old Burns. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, it, steel doghouse. It's a steel doghouse. <laughs> I don't even, I don't like, know. what did it start life as, though? Like, it was know. like a dumpster or something, but small. Like, yeah. It was like to, something you'd burn trash yeah. in or something. To, to paint a picture, it was like three feet wide and five feet long. Yeah. yeah. And, like, we had chairs in there and oh, a roof yeah. on it and all kinds of shit. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, all right. Stuff you played with at Granny and Granddad's house. Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, you put your put your eye out. Yeah. I remember the first time I shot a BB gun. I actually shot at the propane tank, and it come back and hit me in the forehead. And I thought, Oh God, here we go. I'm gonna put my eye out. Yeah. So I don't do that anymore. So uh, all right, we talked about how old you were. Oh hey, what's the worst trouble you got in uh, as a kid or a teenager? <laughs> at their house or just in general? Just let's say their house. Yeah, one of each. Yeah. Oh man. You really didn't act up too much at Granddad's house because he was within arm's reach of a flosswater everywhere he was in the house. Or I think he had them staged up. And yeah, and then he would talk right. about cutting everything off that hurt. Yeah. So you're pretty much terrified. Squealer. Oh, you get your squealer. He yep. was definitely gonna cut your squealer out. Yep. Which was what well, you, you quit which, everybody. I yeah. quit everybody from squealing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, your squealer is what you use when you are being a uh, having fun as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. cut that out. Oh God, that reminds me. Climbing the uh, the hallway walls. Yes, y'all remember that? Uh, yeah. Oh man, that's our hallway. Is, I mean, it's an older house. What do you think? Two and a half feet wide. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. 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 I turned sideways going down it now. Yeah. You know. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um. So, worst trouble, what do you think? At, like, just not at Granny and Granddad's. Because, I mean, really, they were on point. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, please tell us. He's like, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know. I was such a good kid. <laughs> oh, really? That's the story. Oh, dude, I know the story right here. The baseball bat and basketball. That was Steve. That was me. Where he, hit the, where he smoked his eye? Was, no, like where you hit somebody. No, I hit Jamie and broke her nose. Yeah. Oh, what? She was standing beside me, throwing a ball. We had a huge uh, brick fireplace on the outside of the house. She was going to throw the ball up there, let it bounce off, and as soon as it came back, I was going to swing. But I'm a right-handed batter, and she was standing to my left. So when I swung, I made that full swing and smacked her right in the bridge of her nose. Yep. Knocked her to the ground and broke her nose. Yep. And you oh were what, like God. seven? Yeah. <laughs> you Maybe were a little bit older, seven or eight. But <laughs> yeah. Were you in trouble for that one, or was that just an no, accident? No, it was an accident. Yeah. And then God, look at his grandma's face. Like, <laughs> 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 nah, I love her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved her then. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> that. Worst trouble, though, I don't know. Well, I've always, I've always liked to draw. I've always been kind of an artist, you know. I remember you getting trouble for oh, <laughs> so in fifth grade, Immortal Kombat was big, so you know my mind was probably in that kind of phase. Yep. I drew a picture of my teacher. Getting <laughs> <laughs> shot in the head. Oh god, <laughs> yeah. dude. But I was a pretty good artist, so it was really graphic. It was like <laughs> brains coming out. <laughs> the bad part is this is at the same time, and if you're from my generation, you used to make the fold up paper machine guns Rubber band that guns. would cop. You know what I mean? It was two pieces of paper folded together and they slid together. Yeah. You could make them slide. Dang. So everybody had those. They were all, Somebody found it in my desk and then I had all these guns in there. <laughs> oh my God. And it, and the bad part, it was like two or three weeks after the West Side Middle School shooting. Oh, so it's there. like, uh, they're it like. compiled. <laughs> it's time to go. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, I don't know. You didn't mean anything bad from it. No, I didn't mean anything bad about it. I remember rolling around shooting windows out. With pea shooter, you know the one at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, he meant Target. Target practice, not Target, target the store. 
was in a, a yeah. yeah, in Missouri somewhere. Yeah. Right outside of St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> Back in 92. Ferguson. It was yeah. in Ferguson. Uh, and yeah. the building was burnt. The cars were burnt. Yeah, it, it didn't was, matter. It was some riots. That's right. <laughs> but if you've never been a pea shooter before, you cut the top off a bottle, just put a balloon over the threads, and put a rubber band around it. That way you can drop pea gravel down into the balloon and That's pull it back <laughs> like a slingshot. And it will shoot through one window of a car and go out the other side. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll go, go through two windows. Yeah. With, like, no With no effort. With no effort. Oopsie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we did a couple of one night and we're like, oh. Right. Yeah, this is. <laughs> this is <laughs> we're going to get in trouble. That's a silent killer right there. Right. I mean, it's like. It's over. Over. Both windows are gone. You're driving. What? Yeah. No, I don't. You didn't. What are you talking about? You didn't stop. <laughs> As you drove past. Yeah. Yes. And y'all were bad kids. That was Stephen. All oh. Stephen. That, that is a Stephen story That's right there for sure. Yeah. Well, we never got in trouble for that. The only thing I got in trouble for was the drawings, and I had to go to a different school after that. For that Teacher's a little nervous. Yeah, my bad. My bad. If I trust that dude. Declaring witness protection. Right. All right, so let's talk car stuff because that's really what people listen to this podcast for is car stuff. Yeah. So what did you learn to drive in? Um, an 89 Buick Century two-door. The blue and car? Dad still got it. Yeah. Really? Did yeah. I weld it? What did I weld on that from? The, the door the, latch hitch. Yeah. The, the bolt that the door latch was like just yeah. off. It would Dude, drive. Your dad with, keeps shit it, forever. It would drive wives, yeah. cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it's time to get rid of them, yeah. still holding on. <laughs> He's like, it's fine. I'm like, Dad, you know what? Shit's broke, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's got that car, yeah. but then he's got a truck too. Sixty-five. Well, I, I, he doesn't have the truck anymore. You have. Yeah, the I got the truck now. Yeah. So long bed. Yeah. Uh, 65. So we're all like first gen C10 family, really. Yeah. So what's the plan for that truck? Uh, it's got a wood bed in it. Uh, man, I've really been thinking about it and following a lot of C10 stuff on Instagram. I think I'm going to keep the, the six in it, straight six. Keep it Do classic. it. Dude, is that'd that be still awesome. Is in the big bar? Yep. Yeah. Do some bad carbs on it. Yeah. Maybe do a little bit of motor work. Yeah. It probably needs to be cleaned up, bored over a little bit. It's already been bored 40 over. Dang. So, you know what would be really fun is to do like a FI Tech. Uh, they make like a Holly 94 fuel injecting two barrel. That'd be a cool setup on that. I think so too. Because then you just jump into some of you go. And it's a three on three. Man, I seen a yeah, I seen one the right. other day that was uh, popped the hood. And it was really clean on the inside, and they had it. That was Melissa moving the chair. They had an airbrush on the inside. Too. Said uh, six appeal. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, I was just like, like that's, that's cool. pretty slick. Yeah, I, so I'm a fan. He learned to drift in the Dakota, though. Yeah. Yeah. In the snow, we were, we were behind a, what, a little clinic or whatever. Yeah, a little clinic behind yeah, there wasn't nobody there. And there was like two parking lots. Perfect. Which, yeah. Right. yeah. I remember that, we would, that's the 04 Dakota Stephen has. Yeah, I just yeah. got back. Yeah. I bought a brand new six miles. Now it's got 260. That's the one Dodge needs to come get. And like <laughs> figure it out. Reverse yeah. engineer that motherfucker. Yeah, because yeah. you know, what's really going on? Yeah, it's taken a beating forever. Yeah. It's hit for a bunch yeah. of deer. It's hit. Yeah. I think Doug's hit three deer, and I hit five. So that's eight deer. <laughs> I mean, it's still working. Still yeah. going. So 
That's wild. Dude, we were, we so were if you're having trouble killing deer this season, just drive to Arkansas and Bob Arkansas and you're bound to get one. In a, a silver Dakota. Dakota. In a silver Dakota. Yeah, yeah you'll yeah. find it. You won't even waste a bullet. I mean, what were, we, what were we driving back from Bentonville that one time? The, with the latest shit. The Black Blazer? Was it? Yes. Rolling back. We left at like 3 Late. in the morning. Late. Something like that. That's when Daddy lived in uh, Prairie Creek. Why would like, y'all leave at 3 o'clock in the morning? Neither one was sleeping. So it's like, you know, sure. he's like, sure. But we hammer down, dude. We get all the way to Jonesboro. He's driving somewhere in there. He's like, hey, man, I fall asleep. He's like, hey, I think I missed the turn. That was in Jonesboro, right there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hit the median. <laughs> we hit the median, turn around, got on our exit. Were we in that or were we in the Ranger? I think we were in the Ranger. I think we were in the Ranger. The little white Ranger, the little square Just body. Beat yep. the shit out of it all went on. Just... <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Steven was big into subs for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Not saying that he's not into that now. He just, it's, he would, he didn't put eight eights in the, uh, no. in the Dodge Ram truck. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you have in there? A 10. That's it. That's, That's in it. the seat. Like, it's literally seat yeah. belted into the seat. Because I am too lazy to cut the floor out That's and make it fit. Yep. Well, 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 too busy. We got too much shit going on in the job yeah, and family stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so how many miles did the Dakota have on when you pulled the interior out to put the first round of subs in it? Probably 12. 12 miles? Yeah, I remember, I remember Doug losing his shit on me. Because, like, we bought it that <laughs> we, we bought that weekend. I had to. I had the interiors too, because I was doing dynamite. I was out there at two or three o'clock in the morning, freaking dynamite that trip. Well, the interior ripped out of a vehicle. Yeah, yeah. with twelve right. miles on it. Yeah, <laughs> it was mad. That's not a custom shop out in the yard. No, no, no like, for a eighteen-year-old kid, seventeen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess you were probably old, eighteen. You were old enough to buy one. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what was your first car then? You learned to drive on the an super 89, sexy. An 89 Toyota pickup truck. Yeah. Two door. The old brown one. Yeah, the brown bitch. I remember the that truck. What, is that what you call it? The bomb? Yeah, Yoda bomb. Oh, yeah, it was bad. Oh, yeah. You Man, had, you but wait a minute. You toss <laughs> cut off. <laughs> but you had a red S10 blazer that you beat to death. Did Michael, have you told him that you learned to drive in the minivan? <laughs> no, what? I didn't learn to drive yeah. in the minivan. I learned to drive in that Geo Tracker you got from uh, yeah. the dealership, Tri-State. It was a minivan. Oh, he, he no, that was when we did the, just the standard. <laughs> He's lying. It was a minivan. Oh, right. no, listen. Hey, listen. I'm going to tell you all right now. We're doing – my mama is getting on here in the morning early, <laughs> and she's going to tell you about this damn 84 Dodge <laughs> yeah. Grand Caravan. Or it wasn't even the Grand Caravan. It was just a caravan. They're like, please buy this. Yeah. 84 caravan that she had. It was it was awesome. It was fun. And then the tank car. Yeah, yeah. Tank, tank car. Yeah, we'll tell the Corey Bowers door hand finger in the. I was there okay, for that. Really, yeah. at Burnett? At Burnett? We're going oh there. man, oh, that was great. We walked like maybe thirty feet and turned around. And he was nowhere to be found. Yeah, he was still. He couldn't even <laughs> scream at her. So yeah, bad. yeah. He was jumping. All right, so let's the tell them the whole story because they don't. They're, they're just getting bits and pieces. So my mm -hmm. mama drove a. Regal G body. I mean, I wish I had this car still, but it was gray and a turd. Like all I can remember is so she she didn't come back in here now. <laughs> so you have to tell me it has the pur had a purple tin on the window. 
Ooh. Man, this thing would have been perfect nice. with some 26s. I'm telling y'all, I'd love to have that car today. <laughs> no. So anyway, so my buddy, Corey Bowers, one of my best friends growing up, uh, he was going to go to Burdett Elementary basketball game with us. And there's, I don't know, I guess with you in there, there's no, four no. kids, my mom driving, right? We close the door, we turn around, we go to walk into the gym. We're like, JT said, we're like 30 feet from it. And we turn around and look, and he's going, ha, ha, ha. Like he can't, it hurt. He, he, uh, Corey, sorry, was, uh, got his finger in the door. When we, when mama opens the door, because we're all like, oh my God, dude, what the <laughs> He's going, ha, ha, ha. He couldn't even scream. Yeah. <laughs> just, his finger is bent back the wrong way. Like, oh. He had, oh. a, he had a grandpa or something that lived really close, didn't he? Yeah, they lived right there by the school. Yeah, I remember that. I remember like, I yeah. just walked him home. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I had, I have some good stories with Corey Bowers. We flipped a bicycle. I was So I had this bike, and I'm riding on the center bar, you know, whatever the top bar is, feet on the pegs, arms on the handlebars, and he's pedaling, and somehow the front locks up, and it flips us. And I, I hit my forehead. He breaks his wrist. I mean, it was like this whole, it was awesome. They're like, you don't need to go to sleep. Oh, my God, your mom's coming. Don't go to sleep. Still have brain damage from that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Our wives are in here talking about us. Uh -huh. It's amazing y'all are so alive. Oh, no, we didn't uh, live that hard. No. I mean, I did ride in the front seat without a seatbelt before. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. Too deep. Yeah, Whoa. I laid yeah. on I laid on the sun deck in my grandmother's caprice. Yeah, for hours lived through that one. Mm. There's nothing wrong with me. Wrong with me. Wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first car, yep. shitty ass. I did not shitty. Didn't you just say it was a shitty Toyota truck? No. You said words in his mouth. Oh, I just said yeah, that's what my. Now hang on. Said. Did y'all meet in the, with him driving that truck? Oh my God, dude! You got game like me. I know. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's not about how you get there; it's about what you do when you get there. <laughs> there no matter what I pull up in. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because he ain't always look like Chris Stapleton. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. All right. So, what was your first job? Where did you work? My real first job was uh, I was a sandwich artist at Subway. At the old truck stop. It's not even there anymore. They didn't yeah. pull it down. Yeah. yeah. It's gone, gone. I thought they used to call it sandwich artists. Huh? That's they what did. they were. That's what yeah. we were. Well, now they're rap artists. Oh. Well, but you you said your first. Yeah, that was my first job. I was 14. I had to get a worker's permit. Dang. Yeah. And plus, the, I think the dude was actually some kind of terrorist. <laughs> I think that's why they shut it down. He's like, Mr. Han. bring it on. No, he really, I think that's really what happened. He oh, was, really? He got caught sending money back. Damn, that's awesome. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Right here in Blyville, Arkansas. Yeah. Wow. So what do you do now? What's uh, your job now? Working in a steel mill. In hot as hell. You were, you were telling me earlier. So give us a rundown of the heat and what you got to work. <laughs> oh, man. So for our PPE, which protects us from liquid steel, because that's what we're introduced to on a daily basis, start out with a thermal pair of pants. Long johns for everybody else. Yeah, some long johns. And then... <laughs> Some fire retardant pants, cotton shirt, fire retardant overshirt, button down, a green fire retardant jacket, and a fire retardant snood. God, what's a snood? Basically, what you see race car drivers wearing. Oh where my God. It's only exposing basically your eyebrows down to the bottom of your nose. Damn, so you're not getting corona at all. 
<laughs> it's not going to live there. Yeah. So what kind of temp is up there? Uh, the hottest we've measured up on our turret is around 145. Damn, dude, that's crazy. That's oh, hot. That's crazy. I can't imagine. What do you, like... I mean, do you keep a cooler up there with Gatorade? Like, what the hell do you Oh, yeah, they, they supply us with Gatorade and water on ice. Like, it's not very far away. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Well. It's so hot. So, we talked about the truck. Yeah. Uh, any other projects or anything you got coming up? Or are you just. No, I'm waiting on y'all to finish that. What year model was that? Uh, 78? Toyota that I gave you? Eight or nine, something like that. Yeah. And then. That's uh, a pretty clean truck. Oh, the man cave. You just, yeah, I just redid my shop. Uh, yep. You got me a pretty sleek little man cave. Yeah, I'm going to have to get over there at some point. Probably not this trip, but yeah. maybe sometime we come down two years from now. I'll be over there. It'll look yeah. better than it does today because I'm continuously <laughs> adding stuff to it. That's awesome. You got a refrigerator out there? Yes, and it's full of it's Miller Lite. Cold Miller Lite. Cold Miller Lite. Cold free Miller Lite. Yeah, a fine Pilsner beer. It's amazing. I'll tell you, I love it. All right, dude. Well, hey, thanks for sitting down. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. It, it was awesome. And what, what's funny is you'll think of other stories. And then I'm going to figure out how to do this over the phone, and we'll go through those stories. Let's do it. All right. Cool. See y'all. All right, guys. That's it. I appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, that was a ton of fun for us to do. Um, if you want to, obviously, follow us and see stuff <laughs> instead of listen to us, you can find us on all social media outlets, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we post on those pretty much every day. And then, uh, obviously, YouTube as well, which is uh, always a fun uh, outlet for us. We post on YouTube every Tuesday and Friday night at 7 p.m. Central. All right, guys. Thanks so much. See you.